you're in the right place. The place where you can learn to improve your health and achieve wellness naturally. You're in the right place. This is Naturally Speaking, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Hello, and thank you for listening to Naturally Speaking with the Institute of Natural Health. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Seth Gerlach. We've also got Dr. T.J. Williams and Aaron Flynn in the house. Uh, So the Institute of Natural Health is an integrative health and wellness clinic, meaning that we have different types of doctors that all weigh in on every single case that comes in the door. So if someone comes to see us, we're going to sit down, spend a couple hours with them, dig through your file, do research, find out really what is at the core of your health problems and how to fix that. And that is something we find that's missing from most doctor's offices today. So we really pride ourselves in that, and we really love to see people come in and get better. So I am Dr. Seth Gerlach. I was sick as a uh, teenager. I was on multiple different kinds of medications. I saw dozens of different types of doctors. I had anything from migraines, vertigo, back pain, neck pain, and abdominal pain. And no one could really figure out what was wrong with me. And it was really frustrating to me that no one could figure this out. So I ended up doing research, got into natural health, went to school, and I've kind of rebuilt myself from the ground up. And so now I'm here to really tell other people about this and help them do the same thing. Dr. T.J. Williams is with us also today, as usual. Uh, Dr. T.J. is a very learned man, you could say. Wow. He he has been to school for (laughs) years and years and years, he has a Ph.D. in a doctor of chiropractic and a diplomate in internal diagnosis. He teaches all over the country, and he is always doing research and finding out the new best ways to really help people and get them better. And, and I'm learned. Learned. <laughs> I think that's, that's going to be my new thing it's a now. New, it's a new word. Yep. It's learned. Aaron, did you like it? Yeah. Yes. Do you approve? Yeah, definitely. Oh, Good. boy. Here we go. <laughs> Aaron Flynn. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Aaron Flynn is with us today. Um, she is with <laughs> us from a patient perspective, so she will ask questions, hopefully drive the conversation from uh, the, a patient perspective where someone like you would be asking questions. And she helps keep us on track since TJ goes off the rails so often, <laughs> as we've already uh, shown there. Yeah, well. That's debatable. It is debatable. <laughs> just commenting on your 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 word, uh, the word of the day. I is just wanted to get learned. you riled up and get you going. So today we are talking <laughs> <laughs> about fertility and infertility. That's right, Aaron. Awesome. So Seth, take it away. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> listen, she, she took control for thirteen seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Thirteen. I'm not. I may be That's giving her a second or two. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a really touchy subject, and it's a really it's a subject that's near and dear to a lot of people out there, because it is a really stressful thing, and it's really frustrating, because one in seven couples today are infertile, and they have trouble uh, having a baby. So infertility is defined as trying for a year uh, to have a baby without being successful. And isn't that I think up to a certain age? I think that. It actually, the time limit decreases, I don't know if it's 35 or 40. I don't remember the don't exact know. cutoff. Something. But it sounds good, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go We'll go with it. And the, the thing about so, infertility. So, so Dr. Aaron is weighing <laughs> right, in with exactly. her own statistics yeah. here. 
<laughs> they sound good. So infertility is becoming a big problem because it's it's growing each year. So this is becoming a bigger problem as we go. Some studies say that it's rising two to three percent each year, which is a huge, huge increase. So this yeah. is something that's got to be addressed. So before we talk about how we address this, I want to talk about um, how the medical model addresses this. And there's a lot of different treatments. Probably the most common um, right now is IVF therapy, in vitro fertilization. TJ, what you think about that? I, I think I'm still stuck on learned. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, seriously. I don't know what happened, ladies and gentlemen. I went off the rails on learned. I haven't been back since. Yeah. I blindsided him. He did. He did. He, I was not prepared. That's true. So IVF or in vitro, in vitro fertilization. So what they do is um, for the woman, they take out an egg and they use another man's sperm, combine it in a lab, and what they do is they put it back into the woman in hopes that they're going to have a baby. But while they do this is they're giving these women um, different hormones to help her produce way more eggs than she usually would. Right. So if a normal person or a normal woman um, produces an egg once a month or it comes down and drops once a month, and that's where the sperm will uh, try to find the egg and the implant. Well, in, in IVF um, – some of these women are producing, you know, 30, 40, 50 eggs at one time. Right. And you can imagine how this is really throwing every, all these women's hormones just off the rails. Right. You know. And, and the fact that they're injecting them into themselves. That could is, be it too. Yeah. 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 They're just, they're just flat out injecting the hormones. Yep. So, and then there's been lots of, there hasn't been really conclusive studies, but lots of people have been raising questions on the safety of these hormones long term. Right, and I don't know if there have been long-term studies to prove this. Uh, long, a, I don't. I don't even know. Long-term studies are really hard to do. They I know, are. but they they are so important and valuable that we really need more of these. Right, and I do think, I, I again, I'm going off of you know what I've read, but I do think that the first IVF baby was born um, around 1978. Hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that was the year I was born, and that's why I know that. I really did not want to have to say that on yep. the air, so yep. I was going to try to avoid it. But then I thought, why? It's strange that I would know the exact year. But I do think that it was. So she's been lying to us this whole time that she's 29 <laughs> years old. She's been lying to you us. Know, you didn't notice that it was 29 year after year. Yeah, but huh. I know I do. I have seen some studies that show that IVF may have long-term adverse health effects for not only the woman, but also for the babies that are born, too. Because it's not natural, you right, know. Right. And some of those things are obesity, high blood pressure, um, and blood sugar abnormalities. But you know, I mean, let's be honest; those things are happening to the general public as we speak. I mean, two thirds of the country is overweight or obese. I mean, come on. Right. So how are we ever going to be able to say that it was IVF? I mean, it's it. I, I, and I, I think that's true. But I think that you know, from what I hear, what Seth is saying is. We don't know. So while this is, you know, it is a great tool, I'm sure, for people who have to have it. And And I think it's necessary. Right. And not at all, you know, judging anyone who has needed IVF to have a child. But at the same time, why would you want to do that if you could, you know, avoid it and still get pregnant? And I think from what I understand, those are some things that we're going to talk about today that you guys are able to help with. So 
you know, women can avoid having to deal with IVF because not only is it potentially, you know, you could have issues with the child and it's, you know, I'm sure difficult for the mother. Sure. Um, it's also extremely expensive from what I understand. It is. It, it absolutely is. And, you know, IVF is, is a very important thing. It's it, a lot of people are going to get benefit from it. But like you said, if there is something that can be done that's much less invasive, much less hard on the the mom and then potentially the the baby, then why not give that a shot first? Let's use the let's use the IVF as a last ditch effort. Right. Well, I mean, and I guess my thinking with this is if you are having trouble getting pregnant, there are probably uh, causes for that. And, right. you know, right. n- you may not be able to figure out the cause, but if there is testing that can be done where you can find out what that is, because the people I know who have had to resort to IVF never knew why they had to do IVF. They never right. knew what the reason was why they weren't able to get pregnant. And so there has to be something causing this. And the fact that the infertility rate is apparently rising. Right. Yeah. And that's true. That's a great point because if you're not able to make a baby to have a child, then something is wrong with either of the two people's health. Right. So think back to olden times. If we are super stressed out or we're full of toxins or we have all these different exposures, we weren't fit to have a child because we couldn't be able to take care of that child. Right. You know, it's common sense. Right. If we're sick, we're no way going to be able to have a child and take care of them. Right. Which, yeah, I think makes sense. And while it, you know, it's great to have this, you know, process where you still might be able to conceive. It, you know, it is going to be healthier for everyone involved if you take care of the underlying issues yeah, when exactly. that's possible. It all comes back to that, Erin. So I want to talk about those factors that can cause these infer- this infertility. We will touch on that right after the break. You are listening to Naturally Speaking. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking from the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. Hello again and welcome to Naturally Speaking with the Institute of Natural Health. I am Dr. Seth Gerlach. And I am the learned T.J. Williams. Very good. Wow. Very, how'd that feel? See, see what I did there? See what I did there? Do that in. Huh. How'd that feel? I'm not sure. It's awkward and weird. We'll try it again next time. We'll see. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. And Aaron Flynn is with us also. <laughs> I'm still hung up on it, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it got me. Oh, So today we're talking all about fertility and infertility, um, some of the causes and how to really get over that hump if you're struggling with that. So some of the factors um, that can cause infertility um, can be age. Um, obviously, the older we get, it can be harder to conceive. Smoking, cigarettes, it's a big toxin. Alcohol use, uh, obesity, if our blood sugar is out of control, if we don't exercise, uh, our nutritional status, and uh, toxins. So almost all of those are things we can control. That's what I want to impress upon you is a lot of this is under your control. Right, and not just to avoid dealing with infertility, but also to make sure that you are as healthy as possible 
to have a child. So to protect your fertility as well. That's a great point, Aaron, because some people come to us. We have people come to us and say, I want to have a baby. What's it going to take? Right. And we say, okay, let's test and see where we are, and then we'll put together a game plan for getting, making sure we have all the nutrients in our body that we need, that our gut's functioning well, and just be the healthiest person that we can be to get ready to have this baby. Right. And we find that when people do this, it makes the entire pregnancy so much easier for them. Right. I would think if there are people out there who are thinking, you know, I want to have a baby in five years or, you know, I want to have a baby in two years. Right. One of the best things you could do is go and see the doctors at the Institute of Natural Health and make sure that your body is functioning correctly. Yeah. Nice little plug there. I like it. Thank you. Eric. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Good job. That was nice. Good job. Look at there. They're, um, they're learned. They're learned. now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. Uh, all right. You so, created a monster, Seth. I did. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself for doing that. Uh, some of the different things that we look at or look for when someone comes in and they say, I've been trying to have a baby. We haven't been able to be successful. Some of the things we look for are um, something like an autoimmune disease. Oh, that's a big one. Autoimmune disease. a big, And it's one that's really not – you can't. you don't have a lot of control over that. So – Checking to see autoimmune disease, and there's there's a reason. Uh, see, I just kind of took over the microphone here. There's there's a reason with autoimmune disease. There there's this process that happens in the body, and it goes down to to balance of the immune system. and And think of it like a teeter totter. And when you have an autoimmune disease, let's look at this teeter totter from the side. And so we've got a left and a right, and right now they're in balance. And if you have an autoimmune condition. The teeter-totter goes down on the left side, and it's really heavy there. And the problem is, to be pregnant, we have to have the teeter-totter down on the right side. And so we have to address this and get that teeter-totter to move and to where we can, we can maintain and, and, and keep a pregnancy. Because if we don't, we're either A, not going to become pregnant, or B, we'll become pregnant and not be able to actually carry it to term. Um, and that's that's traumatic on on anyone involved with that as well. And so some of the things that we can do is is identify these things and start working with that autoimmune condition to help get the immune system back into balance, so we can get ourselves ready to be able to to become pregnant and drop that teeter totter down on the right side. I, I hope that visual worked for everyone. Right. He's got I, I his just, arms up here yeah. trying to I, I, um, show it. all yeah. of you who are listening yeah. on the radio. I just kind of came up with that one on the on the fly here. Well, so. I guess my question with the autoimmune disease, with that being an issue, are there things that you can actually do to fix that? Because you had said, you know, there isn't much you can do to control that. So what is the good in knowing that you have an autoimmune condition? Sure. There, there are things that you can do. Some of those things are just... Stop uh, Stop doing the things that are aggravating your immune system. This is where something as simple as food sensitivity testing. I know we've hammered on this in, in, other, in other shows, but I, the thing that you do the most often that has the biggest impact on your immune system is eat a food that makes your immune system mad. So if you can eliminate those foods that are not healthy for you, then that helps your immune system deal with itself. And there are some things that... that that you can do to, to help balance the immune system. There are some products that can be taken to help balance the immune system and set yourself up for 
healing. Yeah, and that goes back to 80% of the immune system is in the gut. And so <clears throat> something we do more than one time a day is eat food. Yeah. And so something, if we eat a food that we're sensitive to, obviously it goes in, creates this inflammation, and now we have a storm all over our body. Right. And so if you, I mean, we see people with symptoms like a runny nose right. or a cough or uh, brain fog or they have joint pain, things like that. This could be causes of um, not only food sensitivities but autoimmune disease, and they don't even know it. Right, right. And I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense because a lot of people think if they are wanting to get pregnant, they need to be eating healthier and making sure they stay away from you know sugar and processed foods and sure. try to eat a cleaner diet. But if they are substituting those packaged foods for natural foods that they are sensitive to, they may not actually be helping themselves. Yeah, it's just as bad. I mean, you know, someone may be sensitive to broccoli and they're eating a lot of broccoli. They're just creating a problem and they don't even know it. Right, by trying to do the right thing. Right, right. Thinking they're doing the right thing and just not knowing. It's a it's a sensitive subject and it's it's kind of touchy, but you know that also gives answers to people who have been trying to get pregnant and they can't figure out why. So, right, and I think that is something that I have heard from people I've talked to have gone through this. Is I mean we talked before that a lot of people decide to go through IVF, but they don't really know that there are other factors that could be affecting it. So they go straight to what is, you know, the most extreme. And while that may be necessary, there could be simple fixes that could help you conceive naturally. That's right. And piggybacking on the autoimmune disease is um, thyroid dysfunction because Mm -hmm. almost all or 90% of the time if someone has hypothyroid, or low thyroid function, it's an autoimmune disease. Right. And so this is really important. Thyroid hormone is really important. We have, Every cell in the body has a receptor for thyroid hormone. And when the mom especially does not have a good, healthy, functioning thyroid, the baby is going to uh, – the baby is going to be – or receive the brunt of that. So that's not good. And it can lead to, you know, low birth weight um, – circulatory abnormalities, things like that. And especially if they have autoimmune thyroid, the baby's going to be really affected in that manner. Yeah. Well, and I have another question. Mm. But, well, something that I have heard is that I think with a baby, the one of the first things to develop is thyroid, or is it not? Isn't there something that, like, develops quickly in a baby, and if the mother doesn't... It's not functioning. They steal from the baby. Am I making this up or is it something that like. You're not making it up, but it's actually pretty much every organ. Adrenal uh, adrenal glands, thymus. I think it's adrenal now that you say that, I think. It's adrenal. That's what you're thinking of. It's okay. I I just, I didn't want to call you out right there on. I wanted you to figure it out on. on, uh, I was not going to figure it out. (laughs) But you did. But you did. You just needed a little help. But that's a good point. So if. if the mom, if she is pregnant, let's say she is pregnant and she kind of feels crummy and then the last trimester she starts feeling good, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm feeling great again, that's probably not a good sign. Right. It probably means you're stealing some um, of these hormones or something from the adrenals of the baby. Right. Which is not good. Right. Which can affect the baby's immune system growing up. Right. And then when that gets ripped away from you when you have the baby, then we have to deal with the postpartum issues that come along with 
all of a sudden now those things that were helping you feel good are gone. And it's not a gradual decrease like you had before you got pregnant is, you know, not knowing that these things were depleting. It's just an immediate, oh, it's gone. Right. And that, that can set up for some very tough times there as well. Yep. So we've got lots more to talk about, lots more uh, causes of infertility, things we look at, and things you can do at home if you're struggling with this. Stick with us. You're listening to Naturally Speaking. You're listening to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking. The show that teaches you how to achieve wellness naturally on KTRS. Welcome back to Naturally Speaking with the Institute of Natural Health. I'm Dr. Seth Gerlach and with Dr. TJ Williams and Aaron Flynn. So if you want more information about uh, what we do, who we treat, conditions we see, Patient testimonials, other information, you can check out our website at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. It's got a lot of great information up there. Or if you just want to see our pretty smiling faces. That is very true. Yeah, we've got pictures up there. Yes, they are good. They are. They're they're amazing pictures. (laughs) So today we're talking infertility (laughs) and fertility, how to uh, grow a healthy baby or how to become pregnant. That's the key. That's what it's all about. Um, so some of the things we've talked about are risk factors and some things that can hinder us from having a baby. Another one of those big things is nutrient status is in our body. And this is really overlooked, I think, by a lot of doctors, but it's so critically important. So, TJ, what do you think about uh, nutrient status? I, I think that most everyone is nutrient depleted in this country, and everyone could benefit from figuring out what things they need, and why these things are important. I think a lot of it is just people not knowing why it's so important. I mean, magnesium. Let's just start with big old fat magnesium. It's extremely important for the body. We are chronically deficient in it as a as a whole, as an entire nation. And it's important for over 300 different processes in the body. 300 different things that it does. That's important. We have to have plenty of it. I mean, I can't tell you the last time on a on a blood test where we tested someone's magnesium levels and they actually had enough. I, I can't even think of a time. Well, and doesn't magnesium deficiency make you kind of sore? Yeah, magnesium deficiency definitely makes you sore. Well, I was just thinking then if someone does if someone... get pregnant, they're in, it's probably going to make it worse, right? Yeah, absolutely. Magnesium. Absolutely. Magnesium is important for keeping blood pressure down. I mean, there's a there's so many things. I mean, literally 300 things. We could sit here and list them for the entire show. But other things, zinc. Zinc is extremely important. It's involved in over 200 processes in the body. It's extremely important for um for digestive things. I again, we could list forever all the things that zinc is important for. In men, it's very, very important for sperm production. Zinc is a huge player in sperm production for men. And a lot of guys are deficient in it. But our diet's deficient in it. We just don't get enough zinc. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. The, just the the food we eat today is so devoid of minerals and nutrients that it is so extremely hard to get everything you need from your diet anymore. Yeah, you can't eat enough food, ladies and gentlemen. So would most people who are wanting to have a child benefit from t- 
taking a multivitamin or something, or do they actually need to come and get tested? Because it sounds like if everyone is deficient, they could all just yeah you, take ev- something. Everyone can benefit from taking a multivitamin. You got you got to be kind of particular about multivitamins. You you have to have proper forms of vitamins. You can't just go to the store and and just pick up any old vitamin that's a dollar for three hundred pills and expect it to. Uh, expect it to work. I'm, I'm very particular with my clients and anyone that comes to our clinic. We're very, very particular with what it is that they're taking. We want to know that it's a specific form. We want these things activated so they're easily absorbed and utilized by the body because most most supplements and products out there, like I, I rail on prenatal vitamins, prescription prenatal vitamins are just, I mean, they are garbage. I will say it. They are terrible. They're full of fillers and junk and crap, and it's Horrible forms of things. It's like zinc is in there, but it's zinc oxide. Any kind of oxide, anything is just atrocious for the human body. I, you just you can't do this. These minerals that we have to take, they really need to be what we call chelated, and chelated just means that they're hooked to something. And these minerals really, truly need to be hooked to amino acids. That's how our body absorbs them and utilizes them and gets them in there, so we can make make use of them. So. Sorry, I got off track there on that. No, I like that because I was really hoping we were going to get to prenatal vitamins at some point, but yeah. you dove right in there. I, I can't stand you them. Went, you went head first. And one of, the big one, one of the big reasons why doctors are pushing these now is because they say folic acid is so important. Yeah, but folic acid is absolutely toxic and poison to the human body. You have to convert this stuff. It needs to be folinic acid or 5-methyltetrahydrofolate. That's a big mouthful of words to say activated folic acid. You have to take it in an active form. If you don't, you're just building up trash in your body. Right. So all you guys out there, you've heard folic acid is good to prevent neural tube defects. But if you take actually folic acid, you could be making the problems worse. That's right. Because it's not the right form. That's right. Aaron, you were trying to say something. Well, I think, no, you covered it. I just think we've all heard that folic acid is important. And, you know, I think in a lot of women's vitamins... There is folic acid because, I mean, from the time you start taking a vitamin, pretty much, you're told you need to have folic acid if you ever want to have kids because that's going to be a big deal. Right. So, um, yeah, that's kind of shocking. I also am um, interested, I mean, with what you said, TJ, about the fillers, I know that they're are a lot of things that are included. I didn't realize with prescription prenatal vitamins, but I know with a lot of vitamins that you can just buy over the counter, I have had reactions to sure. things that were in them, you know, binders and fillers. and Yeah, and, and they're full of gluten. A lot of them have gluten in them. It's just, and who knows, soy? It's just, it, they're most of them are just, pitiful excuses for vitamins. I'm sorry to say that, but they really truly are. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. It's just horrible. Well, and plus, if you are getting a really good price on vitamins, but they're never actually able to be used by your body, (laughs) it's not doing you any good. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, unfortunately. And I know girls that um, they're like, well, I'm getting free prenatal vitamins from Schnucks or some yeah. other store like that. Or some other pharmacy. Yeah. yeah. And it's good good for you. It's it's a waste of time. Yeah. They give free vitamins? I've heard that. Really? Yeah. 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 That's, That's kind of funny. Isn't that wild? 
Yeah. It's, it's insane. You learn something every day. Right? I know. I learn so much here. If they're giving away, mm-hmm. if they're giving it, away, giving it away for free, is it really that good? You you get what you pay for, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's true in everything. Right. Well, so. while we're talking about um, like nutrients, we're getting one of the big things are fatty acids because mm-hmm. we need fats in our diet for our hormones. Right. And we've been told that fat eating fat makes us fat, and we should never eat any fat. Trash, garbage. Don't believe it. TJ, how do you really feel? I don't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and fat has kind of been vilified. It's coming back in style. People are eating butter again. They're eating coconut oil, things like this, because we need this. Our brain is mostly fat. Sit down with a tub of lard and a spoon, ladies and gentlemen. Go, go to town. There you go. Okay, but I, you know, just to play devil's advocate here, um, you're saying to eat fat, but at the other end of the spectrum, I mean, Having too much fat, doesn't that make it so it's hard for people to get pregnant? They're... Not really. She's talking about fat on the body. Oh, f- body fat. Is that what yes. you're talking about? Yeah. Body fat, yes. Consuming fat, no. So they're not connected? Not really. Great point, Aaron. Eating fat does not make you fat. Makes you thin. Exactly. Eating sugar and carbs and processed foods and junk. Donuts make you fat. Bingo. That's too bad. I know. (laughs) It is too bad because they taste so good. I know. They just taste so good. Well, and isn't blood sugar an issue also? Yeah, blood sugar is a huge. Fertility? Yeah, absolutely. Listen to Dr. Aaron over here, ladies and gentlemen. It's on my sheet that they gave me. Uh, (laughs) uh, The whole adrenal issue wasn't, which is why I got it wrong. (laughs) See what happens when you go off the rails, Aaron? I know, exactly. That's why I'm sticking to Good thing that I'm here. Yep, sticking to my outline. Exactly. Well, but, what? No, go ahead. I was just going to comment on blood sugar. Yeah, when when blood sugar goes up and down and, and it's out of control, yeah, you, you're definitely going to have issues. So that's I, true. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Seth. Hey. I, I know you you uh, you love your mic time. I do love my mic time, TJ. When our blood sugar is, is out of whack and um, our insulin is up, we need insulin to lower our blood sugar. When that comes up, we can have such things as PCOS. And that makes it really hard to have a child. That, that's polycystic ovarian syndrome. Thank you. I was going to say that, but I knew you were coming behind me. I was. And when we have this excess, excess blood sugar and excess fat around, um, males in particular, they'll convert their um, testosterone into estrogen. Yep. And the women can convert their estrogen to testosterone. It's funny how that it works. It is wild. So women become more like men, and men become more like women. It's the weirdest, craziest thing, but it really does happen. Yep. Is that becoming more common? Because it seems like recently I have heard about this more than I ever had before. Yeah, it is. It is becoming more common. It's, you know, if you if you look at the population as a whole, we are changing and, and it is becoming more common. And we know it's becoming more common because we have more and more chronic diseases that are coming up from this sort of thing. Yep. So. That's true. And a lot of it is toxins in the air and water and sea, Yeah, which I do want to talk about those. 80,000 of them 80, approved. chemicals. I do want to talk about that uh, when we come right back on the next part of this break. You're listening to Naturally Speaking. There really is a better way to live. 
Welcome back to Naturally Speaking. Naturally Speaking from the Institute of Natural Health on KTRS. And we're back with Naturally Speaking with the Institute of Natural Health. We're located right in St. Louis, Missouri. You're natural health warriors. So we love seeing people get well. Uh, we love getting to the root cause of people's problems. And it's something we're really passionate about because um, we've, Dr. TJ and I have both kind of built ourselves from the ground up. I know Dr. TJ used to be the team chiropractor for Arkansas, right? Yep, University of Arkansas. And you want to tell your story a little bit about how you saw you you adjusted people, right? And yep. you didn't see the changes you liked? Yeah, constantly adjusting people over and over and over again. Found out, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm doing this work and I'm doing the same thing on these same people over and over and over again. Mary comes in, she gets the same thing and... And nothing seems to be working, and I just I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, there, "There's got to be something else." And that's what I, just things happened in your life. People, I met people that pointed me in the right direction and really led me into this into this world that I live in now of you know fixing chemistries and and stuff in the body and and really getting people back to health and and wellness and nutrition, get them nutritionally sound. And it's really changed my entire life um as well and you know now when you have someone who's extremely healthy they don't they don't have to be adjusted five times a week it's you know we see them once in a while and it's awesome so yep i just wanted to kind of share that because it's such a good story um aaron was brought up something about blood sugar and it is so important so i want to come back to that a little bit and blood sugar control or blood sugar that's out of control i should say on the body is one of the biggest stressors so when people wake up, we see we ask everyone that comes in, what did you have for breakfast? What did you eat for lunch? And they come in, they say, well, I had oatmeal for breakfast. With and, fruit in it. And fruit. And then I didn't eat lunch, and then I had pizza for dinner. Yep. So when you, when you have carbohydrates without the fat and the protein, your blood sugar spikes, and then we release insulin to drop our blood sugar, and then it's a kind of roller coaster we've got going on all day. It's a yo-yo all day. It's just not good. Nope. And so this thing is not only a stress on your body, but if you're pregnant, it's a huge stress on your baby too. It can set them up for problems down the road. Right. And set them set yourself up for gestational diabetes. It's it's much easier to to get that sort of thing while you're pregnant. And yeah, you gotta gotta make sure that you're eating plenty of meats, plenty of good healthy fats, and just a little bit of carbohydrates at all of your meals. Yeah. Good fats would be. You like ghee? I love ghee. Coconut oil? I, I eat it by the spoonful. Coconut um, oil? Coconut oil is good, yep. It's wonderful. MCT, medium-chain triglyceride oil. It's another one that's really big out there. Butter. Olive. Ooh, butter. Olive oil? Yeah, olive oil. Yep. Avocado oil. Yep. And yep. you like you like evening primrose and borage oil, Evening right? primrose oil, borage oil, flaxseed oil. Yeah, all good things. I'm a, If you're going to get essential fatty acids, we talked about those earlier, I'm a big fan of getting those from a plant-based source as opposed to uh, as opposed to fish oils. I'm not a I'm not a big fish oil fan. Um, it's we'll save that talk for another time. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of getting them out of plant-based. Where they're much healthier for us. They're easier on the body, easier to digest too. Right. And one thing I wanted to bring up is um, something about toxins and how they can affect our ability to have a child. So there's since World War II, there have been over 80,000 different chemicals and toxins released to our environment, many of which have not been tested for safety. 
Uh, and what happens is these toxins get into our body. We either breathe them in, they're on our skin, uh, we drink them in our water, but they get in our body. And um, some of the big dogs claim that it's such a small dose it doesn't matter. Well, actually, um, some of these things in small doses are uh, more harmful than they are in large doses because they get into the body and they mimic our hormones and they hijack our whole hormone system. Right. And it's really wild how this happens. So just things like uh, look at your shampoos or your lotions or your perfumes, things like that. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize when you when you put something on your skin, in 17 seconds it's in your bloodstream. Whatever you put on your skin, 17 seconds later it's in your bloodstream. Yep. And, and so that's very important when we talk about, you know, looking at the chemicals that you're that you're putting on your skin, especially women out there make up with with lots and lots of toxic chemicals, you're just loading yourself up with it. Well, and I think it's also surprising if you look at what is actually in a lot of the products and sometimes even baby products I know can have these things in there. So yeah. it's not necessarily the brands that you think would, you know, be a problem or not be a problem. It really is important to check because I think some of the really popular brands are some of the biggest offenders. Yeah. And, you know, we know that there's problems that are testing umbilical cord blood in babies and they're finding, you know, 200 toxins present in the umbilical cord. So that baby is, is, has these toxins just hammered into their system. And so these, I mean, it, it's sad. It's unfortunate. It really is. And there are things that, you know, we can, we got to be cognizant and, and proactive to, to be as healthy as we can to, to help with that. Right. And I know we are running out of time, but something that I you have written down here and I want to make sure that um, we point out is that you really shouldn't be detoxing while you're pregnant. So right. if you have an interest in getting pregnant in the near future or even the not so near future, it is really important to find out how your body is functioning so you can be as healthy as possible. Yeah. Be proactive. Be proactive, folks. We we hound on proactivity. Just be as proactive as possible. Give us a few months to help you get healthy and well. And don't lose hope because I know that the, you know, infertility process can be long. And, you know, not just those of you worrying about fertility, but those of you who are dealing with it, the doctors at the Nat Institute of Natural Health can make sure that everything is functioning properly and hopefully get you on the road to a healthy baby. Right, exactly. We're here to help. We'd love to see your smiling faces in our clinic. We we love helping people out with this. Now, if you want some more information on us, you can check out our website at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. You can find us on Facebook at the Institute of Natural Health. We've also got a YouTube page, and you can you can do it old fashioned and give us a call. We've got podcasts out there. We've got podcasts. We got all over the place. We got we got podcasts, and I, I don't know what all else we got out there. I'm yep. not in. I'm not in charge of this, ladies and gentlemen. Can you tell? <laughs> yes. I just I just but heard you podcast. Can't, you can't quit talking. No, that's exactly right. They can't. They're trying to shut my mic yep. off, and I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Yep. Or give us a call three one four two nine three eight one two three. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd love to help you out. So. This has been another episode of Naturally Speaking, and we'll see you next week. This has been Naturally Speaking. 
the show that helps you improve your lifestyle naturally. Naturally Speaking. For more information about the Institute of Natural Health or this show, contact them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com. 